The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Another story we have talked about uh, on the show today and yesterday is uh, 14 people, including two children, having been discovered in a refrigerated lorry at Rosslare Europort after a 999 call was made from inside that lorry uh, by one of those uh, people to authorities in the UK. The discovery was made on Monday. The ferry was coming from Belgium. They're all understood to be in good health and were medically assessed at the scene. But Henry McKean has been chatting to other truck drivers who do this route and other routes between Ireland, Europe and the UK regularly. Henry how common is this experience uh, for those drivers to find asylum seekers on board or trying to climb on board? Kieran, yeah, a really fascinating story. And perhaps some of these asylum seekers thought they were going to Calais Dover, not on this 30-hour long journey. And I know I've uh, gone to France. I know they were coming from Belgium and the ferry I took was 17 hours and I couldn't think of anything so awful, being stuck in the back of a fridge and breaking through that hole to get some oxygen. But yeah, I was talking to lorry drivers and they're saying, as you asked me, it's far more common than you think. Um, they're always having to keep an eye on their lorry. Uh, they're, you know, travelling across Europe, across different Irish ports, UK ports, and they're, you know, constantly having to check. And they need to rest. So when they rest or perhaps go in uh, to use a bathroom or get a ticket or a coffee or something, when they're parked up, that's when they're vulnerable. I, I did actually uh, even get to go on some of the lorries. And some of the drivers, when I met them, they were asleep and others uh, were awake and they were willing to talk. But most, Kieran, didn't want to chat. But I did meet this Welsh driver from Pembrokeshire uh, near the Pembroke Dock in Wales. So that's in South Wales. I've also been to that dock. I ask, will they always find a way in? Yes, I believe they will with the help of the um, the gangs that take the money off them. They're desperate people. Uh, they're just looking for another way of life leaving behind what they had. I don't think they have much choice, but they're just not getting any help. For you, you're a Welshman. How many years have you been driving lorries? Um, in excess of 35, 40 years. I have had a number of people on the back of my truck that was coming from uh, France into the UK. They managed to get on just outside the port while I was waiting getting the tickets, and there was five of them on there. Luckily, they found them uh, on the French side and they just took them away. But it's still happening today. I come down through um, from Holland, Belgium, France, and they're all over the place in Calais. So you see them trying to jump on. Oh, it's like a cat and mouse. Yeah, there's, um, there's a duty-free shop in a place called Transmark in France, just before Calais. And you've got to be very careful there if you leave the lorry, because they'll be climbing all over it. They'll be climbing all over it, so then you've got to shoot them away or get the authorities. Yeah. If you look at the top of the lorry, there's, a, there's the air vent, and inside that there's a cavity. They'll climb up and they'll hide in that, or they'll get, try and get into the trailer. So it's just a constant battle. Yes. And if they're caught, there's always the risk that they'll blame you. If, if they get on and they get over to this country and they're caught, then the onus is on the driver then. The driver has to explain to himself, um, and there's a fine liable to the driver. Basically, on the curtain side, is like that one there. They undo a couple of the clips and they slide a probe in. And they put the probe in and the probe detects any human breathing, carbon dioxide. And if it detects that, they'll open the trailer up to investigate. All right, that is uh, Dylan from Pembrokeshire in Wales uh, who has experienced this. Henry, you got into one of the trucks, did you? I did. I, I climbed up. Obviously, uh, I wanted to have a look around. Uh, this particular truck uh, had that kind of canvassing 
um, that you can move back. It wasn't a refrigerator truck. It was very high up. I had to go up these steps. It was very comfy. There was a duvet in the back. There was a bed. I even felt like having a snooze. It was nice and warm on this freezing uh, cold day. And now I suppose I can understand how a driver could be asleep and not hear any disturbance as someone breaks into the back or into the top of their um, truck or even underneath in the axle. Uh, I got to meet Mick from Louth um, and he invited me into his cab. I didn't, you know, force myself and he actually invited me in. He's been a driver for 35 years and he talks about how the asylum seekers get caught. They're getting caught at the ball, you know, with heat, heat sensors and all sorts going on, you know what I mean? Every truck that comes in... They have a heat sensor. They have heat sensors coming through the port and um, they can pick up on this very easily and oxygen sensors and all this sort of thing. Like So they can, they can actually know what's happening. If there's people in the container or a, a trailer then they'll know going through the sensors in each port, like, especially when you're parked in, in the UK, like, because you, you pay for overnight parking services, but there's no security. The security don't care, like, and you obviously have to get your sleep when you're parked up. You're not going to hear somebody ripping the cord and not getting in through the roof of a trailer, like, it's very easy to get in because there's only, like, tops, really. So your one is just canvas? Yes. So yes. you could get in quite easily. And then the refrigerated lorries, where we are at the moment, there are refrigerated lorries. For them, for those truck drivers, you know, they've got to do their best, but they don't know if someone jumps in. No, see, most of these uh, trailers, if they're in transit, they're locked. Your driver could be picking up a trailer in France, and it's locked, sealed. You don't know what's in it. Like, you've got your paperwork saying there's, there's food stuff in it, and it's only when you get to the far side, and if they pick up and go through the port and open it, that you actually realise there's people in the in the, the trailer. You don't know until it's actually opened in port. So it's the land bridge between France, the UK and Ireland. It's called the land bridge. It's still a very popular route. Ross Lair is now more popular because of Brexit. But yes. you would use the land bridge still? Oh, we would, sure, yeah. We've a lot of drivers goes in through Ross Lair, like in, for, the, for Europe. We probably have about maybe 20 drivers in, in Europe the whole time, you know what I mean? And maybe another 10 or 15 in the UK. So, yeah, it'd be quite popular like Rosslare now because of Brexit. Do you worry about someone getting on board? Absolutely, absolutely, because as I said, the driver might know anything about it, but the driver then is actually accused of uh, carrying um, refugees into the country unless proven different, you know, so... And then you would have to prove your innocence. Exactly, exactly. But the only thing you have there, if it was locked when you, when you picked up the trailer in the port, that's, your, that's the only thing you can go by. It's gangs, isn't it? Gangs are operating. Absolutely. It has to be ga- crime lords that's uh, uh, behind all this. It's like the drugs and all sorts and, and uh, ammunition and guns not been run. They're, it's human trafficking, basically, and they're making a pile of money out of it. So they ain't going to stop anytime soon. All right, that's what Mick from Louth had to say. You met drivers as well from the continent, Henry. Yeah, because, you know, we mentioned there these gangs and human trafficking and these particular asylum seekers. Uh, ten of them are from uh, they were Kurdish, uh, Iran, Iraq, Vietnam and Turkey. So really uh, international. Uh, I did get to speak to Pascal, a truck driver from Holland, and he says he prefers not to get involved if somebody gets inside the back of his truck. Uh, almost 30 years. Do they get in? Have you come across them? Have your colleagues come across asylum seekers jumping in the back of the lorry? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, hap- it's happened. Also by me to try to get in the trailer and by my colleagues. And what ages? Where are they from all around the world? Uh, I think from Africa. So quite a few from Africa. Yeah. And how do you deal with it? What do you do when you find them? 
you have to call the, the police or other uh, people to, to get those people out and and do they jump in when you're on your break when you're asleep or are they yeah, yeah, yeah. very determined yeah. yeah if you are on your bed and they want to get to get in the trailer and so you don't challenge them you just call the police yeah, 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 because they're not alone. And you're, as a driver, you're alone. And when you get out in Belgium, they stabbed a, a Belgian driver. It was a foreign driver. They stabbed him with a knife because he was looking what they was do, what they were doing uh, inside his trailer. So, so you just don't get involved. You just yeah, bring no, the police. No. It's better to not get involved with it. All right, that's what uh, Pascal had to say. You met a driver from Cavan as well, did you? No, I did. And these drivers, a lot of them have been driving for years, decades. You know, we had there that uh, Pascal, 30 years, uh, he's been driving for. They do, they worry about their future. Uh, They worry about um, accidentally taking them. And we know there was a case where uh, a driver uh, did it on purpose and 39 Vietnamese people died, 31 men and eight women uh, died in the back of a refrigerator truck in 2019 in Essex. Uh, Just to say, all the drivers I spoke to uh, obviously have no involvement and they just want to get their goods to the place on time and be rested and be completely above board. Here is a, a, a driver uh, from Cavan. Well, I think it's very sad that these people feel that they have to put their lives at risk to, to try and get a, a decent life for themselves. You know, like, uh, people give out about, oh, the foreigners are coming in. But, like, there's no one family in Ireland that hasn't had somebody go off uh, and live in another country to make a living. So these lorries, there are hiding places underneath the axle, but really not very safe at all. Oh, not safe at all, no. Uh, the ones that came in on the on yesterday, they were inside the fridge. They were in the fridge? Yeah. So, like, but that's a danger in itself because fridges are airtight. So uh, it can be, it can be uh, very dangerous for them themselves. And do you think we're going to see more and more of this as people move around the world? I think it's possible, yeah. I, th- I definitely think it's possible. But uh, a lot of the countries are clamping down on it. But uh, I think like, like smuggling drugs in, they'll always find a way. Yeah, that's what uh, that driver in Cavan had to say to our own Henry McKean. Henry, thank you very, very much uh, for that report. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.